1: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Okay, we are back with Beach & Company. I'm Sandy Beach, uh, and I think it broke this morning. The Minnesota bishops uh, in the state of Minnesota, strangely enough, uh, are defying the government, and they are saying uh, full masses. Uh, and... I'm asking you now, if you're okay with that, and would you like to see our Bishop do the same? Would you like to see our bishop send a uh, a, a memo out to all of the um, uh, p- uh, the parishioners saying we will be celebrating mass on Sunday as usual. And as long as they take all the precautions, they do the distancing, uh, they uh, they space people out properly. Matt uh, wearing a mask. I see no problem why they can't do it. Uh, so I'm asking, should they do it? What do you think? Is this a good idea for our bishop? Now, our bishop is here as a temporary bishop, so I don't know if he would bite this much off. Uh, uh, I don't know how, how, uh, how he feels about uh, this issue, uh, but I'd like to see that happen. Also, is it okay to call it the Chinese virus? I did not just pick this out of a hat. Camilla Harris, senator from California, has a resolution before Congress that would make it wrong to say Chinese virus. This is, what they're, this is what they're spending their time on in Washington. With all that's going on, we've got 40 million people unemployed, okay, and this is what she thinks is important. I'd like like to know if you think it's important. And would you fly today? Come fly with me. Come fly. Come fly away. Uh, Let's go to uh, line one. I think it's Daryl, if I'm not mistaken. Daryl in Medina. You're on WBEN. Good
3: morning, boss.
2: Hello there, Daryl from Medina. What do you got? No
3: flying yet. Remember, you're in a pressurized vessel. If you just think about this one, how would... If you guys had gone on your trip, you would have probably had, had to got on one of those big buggies, and remember, it's pressurized.
2: And you- oh, sure, it is. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the trip we would the next trip we would have been on was Alaska. the The Russian trip got canceled. Alaska is next up, and then in January Australia, but. So would you fly? You would not fly. No.
3: and anyway, I don't know if I'd even want to get on one of the—like, if you were going to Alaska, going up to Alaska on the boat, I don't yeah. know if I'd even want to do that, because you got to remember, the boats, you're still—because of storms and so on, they close all the hatches, and all that air in that boat is circulating around—
2: now, some of, the, uh, some of the cruise lines have not heard from Viking, but some of the cruise lines now, I, we read this morning, are closing through the end of August, uh, which, uh, which would be, uh, this is their prime season. Uh, this is really hurting them. Uh, okay, what about uh, calling it the Chinese virus? Camilla Harris says it should be against the law for you to describe it that way.
3: Uh, it's bullcrap, but uh, how about we do it? How about uh, we'll satisfy uh, Let's cover uh, Maybe we better cover this. All of it. The Pacific endemic. Because I was telling Buzz back, I'm going to say around Thanksgiving time, they were showing uh, New Japan wrestling, Okay. Well, they don't. We don't have it on anymore. Okay. And all of the audience had had masks on.
2: They had masks on during a wrestling match.
3: Right. And this. Wow. They, they had all the Japanese wrestlers and all that stuff. I've got. The,
2: the sumos? You mean the regular wrestling or the sumo wrestlers? They, the big, big got, fat guys.
3: There's some guys that they had on there that what I call were submission wrestlers. They knew how to take in. Twist your joints every way that, <laughs> to the point. Oh, I mean,
2: seriously, these guys were nasty. Well, I, those sumo guys—they weigh around six hundred pounds. I would not want to get in against any of them. Little—I remember it was a
3: little skinny English guy that was. I'm not a big—I'm not a big guy. This guy only goes about one eighty, and he could take a guy three times his size and make him submit just by simply. Certain kinds of pressure holes that he could put on, he'd make your joints go go a lot of ways that they weren't supposed to go, and it
2: was- Well, thank you for that wrestling update. Uh, what about the Minnesota bishops? They are going to defy the law, and uh, and say mass. Uh, they're going to celebrate mass. And what do you think about that? And would you like to see our bishop do the same thing and defy New York State? Ah,
3: uh, this gets tough because I. Uh, we got the age, i'm going to use a, a a quick number i pulled up just out of my head anybody from 60 up we think is probably in the 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 people that might uh be high risk yeah we'll call us we'll call it uh, i'm sure you're in the same group as i am
2: high risk barely i just barely made it into
3: that area but yeah go ahead <laughs> you're going to. You're just gonna try to stay away from groups until things get settled down. Now I got a couple other ones. I noticed why was Mister Fauci, who was supposed to be quarantined, standing behind the president
2: with a mask on? Well, you're not quarantined forever. Usually, the quarantine is two weeks. Right. Well, what was he doing out? I don't know. Did he finish his two weeks? Budget. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't keep track of him, so I don't know. But I think he may have finished his lease. Okay, Daryl, got to run. Thank you very much. Uh, let's take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBen. And uh, let's see who do we have here. I think we have Bill in Eden on line two. Line two, Bill in Eden. You're on WBen.
4: Hey Sandy, I've got a lot for you. So as Van Miller used to say, fasten your
2: seatbelts. <laughs> Nope. We're in for a bumpy ride. Go for it.
4: Now, were you saying that they were going to say it would be against the law to call it the Chinese virus? It's a
2: resolution. So I don't think a resolution has the uh, power of law, but it's something that is recommended. I, I doubt if you'd go to court or they throw you in jail. I don't even think they could fine you. Yeah. So I, whatever, whatever uh, uh, strength a resolution has, that's what this would be.
4: Well, it sounds asinine to me, and I don't really care whatever Kamala Harris wants to say with her dour disposition there. Whether you call it the Chinese virus or the China virus or the Wuhan virus, maybe we should call it the Sino virus because Sino is a prefix that means China. Remember, okay. Soviet relations were China-Soviet relations. We could always, call the Democrat leadership, we can call it Sino because it's they have to measure it in your sinuses to test for it, and then it'll it- buy them.
2: And people say, look, we eat Chinese food, we call it Chinese food. We eat Italian, we call it Italian. What's the big deal?
4: I think it would be a little insensitive maybe to call it the Kung Flu, so we might want to (laughs) not. That's good.
2: Yeah. Very good. Nice, nice, nice uh, home run there with that one. The
4: the churches and such.
2: The Kung Flu, I like that.
4: Do you remember when Andrew Cuomo was quoting scripture in one of his recent um, press conferences there? Yeah, I do. He was trying to say, like it says in the Bible, the kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. But if you really look that up, he was taking it, like in Mark 324, where Jesus, they were saying, like, Jesus is doing these things by the power of of Satan, by Beelzebul, and that's how he casts out demons. And Jesus said, you know, the the kingdom of Beelzebul couldn't stand if it's divided unto itself. So he's talking about a demonic kingdom, which is kind of interesting that Cuomo would quote that.
2: But Cuomo, the devil. I can see. I can see the connection there. <laughs> Go ahead,
4: Amanda. Where are you going, and why are you in that handbasket? But I don't know. <laughs> but regarding um, church and, and church services, I think you know the, it's, it's in our constitution. You know, the government cannot. Um, infringe on our right for, um, you know, to establish a, a, a state religion or to prevent... Yeah, they,
2: they can't establish one. In other words, uh, they can't say New York, our official religion is fill in the blank. They can't do that.
4: And even like with Catholic masses, Sandy, I think if you were to check the CDC, you wouldn't find any, not even a single case of transmissibility of any disease, even from the common cup. So that's something to check into. And especially, you know, like a lot of our churches are so big, and maybe the the like in the morning masses, there's less people there. You can even watch EWTN in the morning, and you see they have them spaced out with a rope in between every other pew.
2: Yeah, it makes sense. And and most churches are physically large, uh, and so they're large. They got plenty of seating, and they can different kinds of configurations. They're so large that sometimes certain ceremonies are held not at the main altar but somewhere else. As they move around, so I mean, there's plenty of room and plenty of room to divide it up and, and make it safe.
4: You yeah, have windows open. A lot of churches have good air conditioning systems, so there's a lot of movement of air, so that would be good.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking that I'd like to see the um, our, our bishop uh, appeal to the governor and say we're going to we're going to say mass uh, this Sunday. Would you like to see that?
4: I wonder if some of the bishops are a little skittish because I, I saw somewhere that. Um, year 2016 alone, the United States um, Conference of Catholic Bishops got more than $91 million in government funding for refugee resettlement. And over the last 11 years, if you want to be a conservative amount of um, stating this, the USCCB got over $534 million in taxpayer dollars for refugee resettlement programs. So maybe that's why they're a little um, resistant to pushback, but I'm glad to see that there's one diocese in Minnesota, I think you said, is doing that. Yeah,
2: it's in Minnesota, and they're going to celebrate Mass. And if you think about it, what is more important to the Catholic Church, uh, at least in theory, than the celebration of Mass and the Holy e- Eucharist? Yep. Nothing is more important than that. And not, gee, we can't say this because we might not get as much from the government. Yep. Can't be thinking like that.
4: Yeah, they say that the Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. So that's why, of, like, make your point exactly.
2: Okay, good. Hey, you've uh, come up with a lot of home runs the last few calls. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see. I'd like to see our bishop or any bishop in New York State declare that there will be masses uh, 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 celebrated this Sunday, or even Saturday, if you normally celebrate a Saturday mass. 803 930 616 9236 star 930. We got several. Uh, would you fly right now? It's, it's like a different experience. You know, it might be nice to, uh, to, to fly right now as far as the actual flying part because it wouldn't be busy in the plane. It wouldn't be overcrowded. Uh, there wouldn't be much in the way of food. Uh, You get a, from what I understand, a plastic bag with a bottle of water and a snack, and that's it.
5: (laughs) Bring your bologna sandwich on board. Yeah.
2: Oh, my bologna sandwich. Yeah. Now you're talking. Uh, But yeah, that when you when you get off the plane, all of the vendors from where you get off the plane to where you get the luggage are all closed. 90% 90% of the passengers, and depending on the airport, but the, the Atlanta airport, 90% of the passengers are, are, are gone. The passenger uh, numbers, they're gone. 85% of the flights, gone. So at least you know one thing for sure, you would not have somebody sitting in the middle seat. It wouldn't be you, and it wouldn't be anybody that's bothering you. So I like that. Uh, and I'm asking, would you fly? They have uh, compressed air that uh, gets uh, sanitized as it goes around. Would you uh, would you like to fly if you could this afternoon? Okay, uh, are you okay with calling the virus the Chinese virus? China is where it came from, and I'd like to know that uh, that that's uh, a reason. Is that Nancy not Nancy? Um, uh, Camilla Harris has uh, proposed a resolution. Now I don't know what kind of power the resolution has in law, if any. Okay, uh, making it wrong. Or illegal, or whatever name you want to tie on it, uh, to refer to the virus as the Chinese virus. This is all they got to do. What we call something, uh, I don't get it. Uh, well, according so, to
5: Andrew, it's the European virus.
2: Well, it, it started. It didn't start in Europe, though. It
5: no, it started didn't. In, we it know started that. Started
2: in China. China. Then maybe he was missing when he when he learned that China. Is not part of Europe, but it started there and then went through uh, China and Europe.
5: Well, we don't want to offend the communist Chinese government.
2: No, no, absolutely not. It might
5: hurt their feelings.
2: So we want to know, are you okay calling it that? I don't call it that, but if they pass this resolution, I will call it that. And then the last one, of course, is the one we just got, and that is the Minnesota bishops have decided they are going to uh, say mass. In, in the state of Minnesota, uh, this weekend, and so we I assume it's this weekend. We just heard about it today. Uh, assume that uh, you have an opinion on that. eight zero three zero nine three zero one eight hundred star 930. Beamer, we got time for probably at least two more Facebook.
6: Yeah, asking if you would fly today is one of the questions on the Facebook page, and Sharon says, I would fly for sure. I'm healthy, take supplements, and as long as everyone wears a mask, life is too short. I am a cancer survivor and know how precious every day is.
2: Well, congratulations to you for being the cancer survivor and bon voyage. Hope we have a Great flight. Another one, please.
6: Yes. Sticking with the same question, Mary, who is a top fan on Facebook, says, yes, I would. I think we're weakening our immune systems by not living a normal life and giving something for it to fight against. However, I wouldn't object if they wanted to make me be the only person in my row. Winky face.
2: <laughs> I Is that an emoji or did you just add winky face?
6: No, they gave a winky face emoji, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is what we've gotten to. Here's how we explain ourselves. We put an emoji in there. The emoji says, wink, wink. How about that? I'm still waiting for
5: the Italian emoji to come out with the fingers. Hey, what are you talking about? Hey, what's
2: the matter with you calling me an emoji? What's the matter with you, Gagootz? Okay, we'll uh, take a break and return on News Radio 930, WBEM. Those are the three questions. Uh, is it okay to call the virus the Chinese virus? I, I, think, it, I think it's fine. I have no problem with that. Uh, also, would you fly today? That's a big question. Uh, there's a lot of changes from the last time you flew. I guarantee you that. And Minnesota bishops say... Uh, uh, Mr. Governor, we are going to defy your order, and we're going to say mass. Would you like to see our own uh, our own uh, uh, bishop say the same thing to our governor? We'll be back with more right after this. <laughs>
0: podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
2: and we're back with beach and company you don't like to have to explain the show you know what i mean uh and i got a text message here sandy What's the point in ever texting you, you don't read the text? Well, look, first of all, uh, Buzzy Beamer reads the Facebook, all right? I do the telephone and talk to people on the air. But I do read the text, and and I, I refer to things that are mentioned in there. I don't read them verbatim. But look, I'll do it just for you. Here, I'm gonna do it. Hold on just a second. Let me just get a text here. I'll just pick one at random. Just absolutely at random. Here we go. Sandy, you look like you could still play. Wow! i got to read more of these things, Tony. This is great. The audience really (laughs) caught on fast.
5: And she'll like it, too.
2: (laughs) She'll like it, too. Wink, wink. (laughs) All right, let's go to Eric in Allegheny. Allegheny, Eric, you're on WBEN.
7: Thank you so much, gentlemen. Appreciate it. The reason that uh, the church hierarchy, meaning the the big the big wigs in the church, have been demanding that the churches close down is for the following reason: most big churches and some of the small ones too are 501c3 incorporated churches. Now, you cannot serve two masters, um, and it's either serve Caesar or serve the Lord, and so once the church incorporates, they are beholden to abide by the statutes, codes, rules, and regulations of that state that they're incorporated under, under corporate contract law. So I encourage all, and I applaud the bishops for reconvening their, their mass. They should have never shut down, um, because once again, you, you, it's either you're going to serve Caesar or you're going to serve the Lord. And corporate churches need to unincorporate. It's not a very difficult process. Um, The reason they've incorporated is mostly because attorneys have put fear into the churches by saying, well, if somebody slips and falls down on your front steps, you're going to get sued. So you better incorporate, and that's a lie from the pit of hell. People have to go to unincorporated churches, and that way you're uh, out of the jurisdiction of Julius Cuomo.
2: Yeah, one would, one would say that uh, my, my motto, my, I live by this motto, is if you're not there when I need you, the hell with you, okay? Well, if the church isn't there when we need it, and we might, a lot of people might think we could really use it right now with people dying left and right uh, and, and we're facing an invisible enemy, I think the churches have to pick their places to fight, but this is a good place to pick, I'm thinking. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that info. I did not know that regarding the, uh, the legal side of it. Yeah, if you're not there when I need you, uh, think about it like this. People who need the church now need the church. They affirm believers. And boy, if there's an example of that, it's on the uh, next line. It's line two. It's Mary from Lancaster. Mary, you're on WBEN.
8: Oh, good morning, Sandy. Hello. Uh, Sandy, um, I like your topics. Could I just re- uh, read my... I have three items here, and then you can elaborate on your... Um, you know, uh, during during the program. Yeah, go ahead. What you think are... Okay, the first one, I say, I agree with the bishops. Live mass is essential. Okay. And uh, the second one is... I do not fly, but I would suggest, since there's no more, you know, uh, what do you call them, uh, venues in the airports and everything, why not people bring an old-fashioned lunch box with their own lunch, and you know how the kids have the little thermos bottle in it?
2: Sure. Your own, yep. your own yep.
8: uh, refillable uh, cup, not a plastic bottle, your own cup, and then at the airport, fill it up with water, and that's it. And then wherever you go... Eat your lunch, and and uh, on the plane refill your water bottle. And uh, you know the the third thing is, uh, Kamala Harris. I think this is just a distraction, and she knows it because she, if she's any kind of a legislator, she was in politics before and everything else. But she should know that the this is only a distraction because to introduce any legislation, to have a vote on it and then have it passed or, you know, failed through vote, that is just a big distraction, right? Yeah, this is
2: a resolution. Now, I don't know what kind of weight a resolution carries, uh, but uh, that's what she's uh, proposed.
8: Yes, and that's the whole point, the big distraction. People need to know what like she's in California. What is California doing? You know, they need to the legislators to state what the state is doing and what is, you know, what what their legal actions are. But those are the things I agree with the bishops and I suggest that airports, you know, People bring their own meals or, or have you know vending machines like they have you know, the automats of the old days.
2: Sure, like the uh, automat. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you say you agree with the bishops, as I do. I do, I do too. D- do you feel, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but do you feel that not fighting for their right to have Mass on a Sunday or a Saturday, or depending on what day you're talking about, uh, do you feel that they've kind of let you down for not standing up uh, for the right to do the Mass?
8: Oh, Sandy, you touched the, you touched the nerve. That's I was,
2: why I'm a talk show host. <laughs> you got,
8: and you've got a lot of nerve. Uh, actually, I was in church on my visit, you know, and I, I, I go to church now, and I just go in, and I light candles, and I say my prayers, and I brought this up to our pastor, and I was talking to two parishioners yesterday. Today is my wedding anniversary. Normally... We would have had a mass said and and something like to commemorate it, because you know we were married in church and everything. But the people that I talk to, we we all agree. ISIS, the the priests should, you know, be bold. Like you know, that is their right. What they are doing, they are letting man decide what you know what people of God should do. People people in the pews. I don't even agree with this separating and all this stuff because. Uh, I mean, people. My whole point was when I mentioned it to these people: if I want to, if I, I feel if I, I'm a Eucharistic minister. If I feel I can't serve because I have a cold or something, I just don't go.
2: Well, here, let me ask you. That. First of all, let me congratulate you on your wedding anniversary. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> uh, but think about it like this: if this ever got into a court of law, by not allowing mass. To be said at the Catholic Church, aren't they depriving both the uh, both the priest who's saying the mass and the congregants who are there to participate in the mass uh, in the mass uh, their right to practice uh, their religion? That's what you're doing. You're practicing uh, religion, and they're saying you can't do that. You cannot say the mass because uh, it'll be having you'll have more than ten people. To me, that that is something I think could be argued in court. Cuomo
8: is acting like a bishop. When was he ordained? He—it's up to the bishop or the, the the hierarchy in the church or whatever the pope to either ban a priest from the excommunicate. When did, what this what he's doing is excommunicating priests because they can no
2: longer—they uh, they can't complete their duties. They
8: cannot, you know, do their fulfill their mission.
2: That's right. Uh, think about it like that. Uh, and by a secondary thing, they, they uh, wouldn't be able to uh, hear confessions uh, and different different things that are part of their regular duties. Right. Okay, uh, Mary, uh, happy anniversary again to you, Mary. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, that's a good, I mean, I think that's a good legal argument. By the state coming in and saying you can't say Mass, that means the priest who was supposed to say Mass can't practice his religion. It means the people who are kneeling there, uh, as the priest is saying mass, they can't practice their religion because there's no mass allowed to be said. Think about it like that. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that that is a pretty decent, I don't know if it would hold up or not, but I think it's a pretty decent argument. What do you think, Tony?
5: I think it's a decent argument, sure.
2: Yeah, it's worth pursuing. Exactly. Exactly. Let's take a break and then return on News Radio 930 WBN. 803-0930, 616 9236 and star 930. Those are the numbers to call in if you would like to talk on the air. If you are shy but you want your point to get across, you've got a couple of ways. You can go to 30930 and that's the text line. That comes up on a giant screen in front of me on which I look and see the text and say, Oh, Harry thinks about this. And then I might mention Harry thinking about this. And, uh, and uh, let's see, Beamer has the uh, Facebook page in which you can do the same thing but on Facebook. So we have a lot of different platforms for you. And, and uh, depending on what you prefer, give us a call. What are we talking about today? Well, we're, talk, we're asking, first of all, if you would fly, uh, would you fly to me, uh, today? Come fly with me. Come fly. Let's fly away. Uh, you know about the air. Air gets recirculated in a plane, uh, but it's supposed to be pretty, uh, pretty filtered and pretty clean. Uh, also, if you think about it, there they won't be selling any center seats for a while because uh, 90% in, in, in the Atlanta airport, 90% of the passengers uh, that were there don't fly right now, are not flying right now. 85% of the flights aren't flying either, so you got a few people on a few planes. So if you were lucky enough to find a plane that you needed, it would be pretty easy. Uh, when you get there, all of the vendors either leading up to the gate or coming from the gate uh, to, the, uh, to the luggage area are gone. They're, they're shut down, uh, at least for now. When you get on the plane, a sumptuous meal awaits you no i'm lying it's a bag with a bottle of water and a snack that's it pally a bottle of water and a snack and uh, so that's that i'm asking if you would bother flying i think if you had to fly uh, either on business you know this is business i have to fly or maybe the illness of somebody in your family i must get home now Okay, that would take the decision-making process out of your hands. You'd do it. But if you didn't have to fly, if you just thought, gee, I wonder what Cleveland's like this time of year, uh, or something like that that might be different, you might not uh, want to take a chance for something you don't have to do. Second thing, I know you're, you're, you're uh, upset with Camilla Harris, uh, who is a senator from California, when she says she's introducing a resolution uh, against you being able to call it the Chinese virus. It's really against the president who calls it the Chinese virus, uh, but, and we, we know all about that. I have no problem calling it that at all, and uh, we'll see if that's all they've got to do. Maybe we should give them some uh, make busy work to do. And the last one is the newest one that came in after the show started, and that's Minnesota. Yeah, the bishops are saying to the, uh, 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 to the politicians of Minnesota, we are going to have our regularly scheduled masses. We're going to do it. And I'm asking if you approve of that and also if you approve of the um, fact that uh, we should do it too. We should do it. Instead of just sitting and taking it, and I'm thinking if there's any external reasons why the bishops don't do it, it should be kicked aside. If they don't get uh, some kind of government assistance or this or that or the other thing, should be kicked aside because, uh, need I remind them, I'm hardly the guy to remind them, uh, but the reason they got into this line of work in the first place is to serve God and serve the people who are there, uh, and that's, that's, that should be their top priority. And I'm thinking they have lawyers, too. And if you went and argued that by not allowing mass to be said, the government is keeping uh, priests uh, from practicing their religion. It keeps uh, uh, people uh, from enjoying their religion. And as far as we know, it's not a good site for the government to keep anybody from practicing their religion. So I think it might be uh, be a a little legitimate thing. All right, Buzzy, how about a couple of uh, Facebooks, please?
6: Yeah, let's go to, are you okay calling it the Chinese virus? Which, let me tell you, Sandy, that is the most popular question right now on the Facebook page. And like you said, if you'd like to leave your comment, do so. Ronald says, yes, notice how the media changed since January. Need to be politically correct now, the origin was normally used in the past as a virus illness that originated in China. Now, all of a sudden, that narrative has been out of any news reports.
2: Now, you got to say it right, Buzzy. China. 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 Yeah, that's, uh, that was the best moment of his presidency. <laughs> when that, uh, Mr. President, do you think it's right to call it the Chinese virus? Well, that's where it came from. China! <laughs> China. That's why. I love that. I absolutely love that. It's funny how certain things stick in your brain, you know what I mean? But when he said it, I happened to be watching. I saw it live. Did not see it later. I saw it live when it was happening. I, I, I stood up and raised my fist to the sky and said, Yes! yes that's great that's that's why we love this guy
5: maybe we should ask him one more time mr president where did it come from it comes from china
2: china China. yeah that's that's right i love the way he says it uh would you like to who would like some asian food you know you say chinese food say italian food we we label things as to their point of origin what's wrong with uh, we're getting too politically correct here and uh, the word chinese is not uh, uh not uh, anything bad negative or anything else it names a, a, a country and that's where it came from we'll uh, take a break now on uh, news radio 9:30 wben if you'd like to chime in on any of these subjects feel free Little uh, program note, Rush Limbaugh returns to the airwaves. Truth, justice, and the American way. No, that's Superman. Uh, But sometimes Rush is Superman. He'll be back today, noon to 3, News Radio 930 WBEN.